Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is the Midnight McBride Show, show number 25. And I've called this show Joseph and his amazing Technicolored video podcast. Now, you might wonder why, and that's because for two reasons. One is because my guest is called Joseph, Joseph Ibbert. And secondly, because Joseph is my partner in crime, the, the guy that does the magic. We filmed the show... But after that, there's a lot of work goes into this show. It's multi-camera, there's several audio streams, there's a, a fair bit of editing involved afterwards to make it look polished and professional. And that's what Joe does, Joe's the man. So welcome onto the show, Joe. Hi there. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Joe, so you've come all the way from London today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not too far, actually. Only just a couple, well, about three, three hours or so to yeah. get here. Um, it's kind of novelty to be on a train uh, at the moment, so I really enjoyed just, yeah. just sitting there. So, Joe, yeah, all the way from London, and I was really keen to get you on the show for lots of reasons, but one is to get you this side of the camera as a, a thank you, really, for all the work <laughs> oh. you've done. You know, oh. you are my partner in crime, my number two. This show would not be possible without you. No, my, no, my heart. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. We I can't come on here and cry right away. It's too... <laughs> This is too much. This show, I think a lot of people do a video podcast and they get to 80, 100 shows even. You watch Joe Rogan's video podcast and the first 300 shows, the quality is terrible. Mm. 300. And if you watch London Real, the first 100 or so shows, quality, rubbish. If you watch the Real Geordie podcast, now I'm not a fan of that podcast, but he's got 1.8 million subscribers. And if you watch that one also... He gets to, I think, something like show number 50, there's a slight improvement, 80 before it's a decent quality. We've started off from the offset with a really high quality, high definition, WAV quality audio, a really polished product, I think. It's clean. Yeah. It's clean. Yeah. It's with like. multi-camera, most people start off with one camera and a mic in the bedroom, this kind of thing. <laughs> we didn't. We've got a studio, we've got multi-camera. And although I can record and run the show the other side of it number one it's very time consuming and number two it's a very special skill set which is what you have oh, well it's definitely the the side of things that i think i am more naturally i'm a bit of a bit of an introvert i get well yeah. i don't know that's the topic to discuss, i just want to say dungeons and dragons <laughs> <laughs> you said you wouldn't tell anyone i can't believe for six months now we've been communicating and it was only today that you slipped that I, in you I obviously don't tell many people that oh. I have to like, I've got to make sure, I've got to make sure that they don't drop me. No, no. <laughs> Dungeons Dragon, it's, it's for anyone who's not played. It's a lot of fun. Like, get your mates, kill some orcs. It's good yeah, stuff. It's yeah. good stuff. Well, I know a lad that dresses up as an orc at weekends. <laughs> I do. And I also, we went once, we hired a farmhouse in Chester and there was about 15 of us went there and I won't say who was there, but we parted. You know, it was a heavy weekend. And then... We saw a horse run past at the end of the garden. Um, well, we say a horse, a unicorn. And we all went, what? <laughs> and then we saw a knight running past with a... Oh, my. A shield a and sword a sword. And shield. Yes. And then we also saw a wizard and a witch, at which point... One guy just curled up in a ball and got really paranoid and, you know, we thought, what's going on? <laughs> Turns out the but, farmhouse we'd hired, that the land that it belonged to had been hosting a, like, Dungeons & Dragons weekend. Yeah, so you have Dungeons & Dragons is, like, the kind of role play, the board game, and you've got, like, LARPing, which is the real-life 
where you dress up and stuff, which I haven't got into yet, <laughs> but it's, prob- it's probably coming. <laughs> well, so um, I'm going to be uh, hosting the next, because uh, we've just finished, my group of friends, we've just finished... Um, a battle on Yeah, game. like a, 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 a session, and I'm going to be hosting the next set, and uh, I'm going to get people over to my place, and I'm going to buy a fog machine, I'm going to dress up as a wizard. Yes. It's going to be huge. Like, uh, currently it's all, you know, we're quite, we're cool people, you know, like to go out for drinks and stuff, uh, and it's all like a bit on the on the down low, but, but now yeah. I'm going to go full, full, full wizard. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. So, yeah, this show wouldn't be possible without you, Joe. Um, really, really grateful. As you know, the very first show when I started off originally, I had done a little bit of work with another video editor and it became quite difficult and it wasn't very manageable. And then you came along and you're like a ray of sunshine. <laughs> and I believe that synchronicity and alignment brought you to me mm-hmm. and we hooked up. And I think Becky Jones is responsible for putting that out there, but I could be wrong. You know. Yeah, I need to. I need to say. I need to trace down this exact connection because I have some some cousins that that well, funny. They used to live in Bolton, but they've literally moved out about a week ago, a week or two ago. Um, yeah. So I don't know exactly. Is it but, because they knew you were coming? Wow. Well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, possibly Becky Jones because I remember saying that I'm really looking for somebody to do this show with. And then the following day, Becky said she'd mention it to people she knew and that there might be somebody they had in mind. And following day, I ended I, up speaking I, I, to you. I popped up, yeah. I was like, yeah. give me that job. <laughs> well, I said what would be really bizarre is if that wasn't the connection at all and you just appeared out of nowhere. Just from the, from the sky. Ether, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is like, because I know yeah, my story, I'm, 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 I'm trying to make that transition into doing like video and, and doing more of it and uh, it was the perfect the perfect opportunity to to work on something really awesome you know yeah yeah so. and I think it is it's the product I wanted it to be professional right from the off and if I'm doing something I, I don't really do anything by half I do it if mm. I do it I'm doing it and I'm all in but I had to learn a lot fast and if anybody doesn't know we're going to be doing a series of tech videos that go along with this show so that you can see how we do it before the show, during the show, post-show, and also the kit that's involved. And this might not mean a lot to anybody at the minute, but we're using two Canon M50s. We use a H6 field recorder. The sound runs through that, originally in WAV format. It comes out the line out. We split the sound. It's synced into a video camcorder, wide-angle Q8, and it's also synced with one of the Canon M50s. And then we have an independent microphone with the second Canon M50. So we have six audio streams. Two of them are independent and two of them are synced. And this took a long time to get right. Then you've got to set the cameras, set the volumes, get the sound right. Then there's the lighting. And it was two months, Joe, when we did yeah. this before I even started filming. You know, there's, was, a lot, there's a lot of wires. There's a lot of, yeah. things, a lot of things going on here. But yeah. it's amazing. You've, you've, you've managed to do this all on your own, you know, without any help. Yeah. Um, which well, is impressive. I've got to set everything up before the show. Then as we're filming it, do the interview. You actually and have to talk to the person. <laughs> I know. This is, I've got to remember that, that yeah. actually we're, we're having a conversation as well. Yeah. But a big part of it, besides that, and the bit at the end, which you're the master at that, that's, you know, your your bag, mm. is the guests we've had on. I've been really lucky. We've had some great guests. And yeah, I was looking forward to getting you on the show because I'd spoke to you on the phone and I sensed straight away I knew I'd like you. Very mild-mannered, softly spoken, very nice man, and understated as well. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> 
yeah, I mean, like, it's all been so smooth. Like, yeah, I've, I, it's so nice for me to be able to, uh, like, yeah, see all this, all this going on, you know, and be a part of it. And, yeah. and I, it's funny because I, I've watched, you know, best part of thirty hours of of you, <laughs> uh, and just sat there, like, you know, meticulously going through it again and again, making sure it sounds right. And you know, like, that's a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't spent that much time listening to some of my best friends. You know, no. like. <laughs> Well, yeah, so you probably knew me quite well before you arrived. You know? yeah, and well, you know my meticulous ways, unfortunately. Indeed, and you're yes. like, don't do that. You know, like all of the, yeah, cut that. Don't <laughs> um, but, you know, it's all worked well. What, what I find funny is you're now going to be editing your own show. I'm so scared. I'm expecting stars, little, you know, shining stars behind your head. and <laughs> Like beautiful uh, <laughs> yeah, soft face skin filter. And, with yeah. The, yeah. Oh, well, you know, like, we'll see, what's, see what I can do, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So, Joe, what we do on this show, you know very well, is we go on a little bit of a journey mm. and I eventually stop talking and I let the guests talk. And we talk about your life, so your journey. And it all started in Coventry, is that right? Yeah, it's, it's my 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 birth birth town, is that what people, that's not what yes. people say. Place of birth. <laughs> Place of birth, where I was created. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, and then, uh, well, I, I don't really have that many memories of Coventry, really. Um no. Uh, but we moved as a family to Nottingham. Do you have any brothers and sisters, Joe? I'm the youngest of three brothers. Right. So I got. I'm the little, the little one who. And are your brothers are they creative? Are they? It, it's quite right because in in my head we've got we've got so yeah. So we're all we're like three years or so apart each. So yep. my oldest brother is like thirty three something like that. I can't remember these. Yeah. <laughs> Never remember. Um, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's older. That's why he's no. Um, cause he's, he's the, my oldest brother, he, he lives in Boston. He's got two kids now. Boston, USA? Yeah. yeah. He's, oh, his wife's, um, American. I've been making excuses to go over. Well, let's see it soon. Soon. Well, have, you, yeah. have you been yet? I've not been. It's, it's always kind of not, I've not quite managed to kind of get over there, but he's got, he's just had the cutest little baby girl. Yeah. Uh, who's uh, like only a few months old. So I need to go, go, yes. uh, yeah, yeah, play with the cute baby. Um, but he's uh, he's like a composer, kind of musical genius, sort of mega creative right. kind of right. character. But I always he's <laughs> it's like sorry, Dave, <laughs> but he's a bit he's he's a bit you know he's sort of so clever at music that I feel like some of the other aspects of his life kind of slip. Very common, uh, yes. uh, and you know he like not very good at the washing up uh, mm. and uh, you know like dressing himself. <laughs> yeah, some <laughs> he's some not gonna be happy with that. <laughs> some savants and geniuses struggle with very simple tasks it's and funny, common yeah. sense because they're very very gifted in other areas, um, but then the brain seems to be absorbed with that. It, it is literally, you can be in a conversation with him and you'll, you'll be like, I know I'm only getting like 20% of your brain and he'll be like composing some, you know, line. Yeah. In his, Elsewhere whilst, whilst yeah, you. it's sort of like <laughs> flirting away. Yeah. So, so the, it, great for his, uh, for his music, but yeah. <laughs> kind of annoying otherwise. You're a man of many talents, Joe, and we're going to talk about some of them towards the end of the show, which includes DJing, being in a band, salsa. There's a whole array of strings to your bow. But uh, yeah, I dabble. Yeah. You went to Sheffield University, which is where I went, but I went to the Hallam. I'm pretty sure you're going to send you went to the posh one. Oh, the posh one. Yeah, yeah, you, you Hallam. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, uni of, uni of. Um, um, yeah, I had a great time I, in Sheffield. I love the show notes when you say, and I got a degree in mechanical engineering 
In brackets, masters. <laughs> <laughs> Instead oh, of just yeah. saying I studied mechanical engineering, it's, like, it's very important. You've got to know. It's, yeah. It's part of my... And it was four years and you got a master's. I did four years and I got a degree. <laughs> How does that work? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It seemed like a good deal at the time. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, it's usually three years for the uh, bachelor's and then two for the master's, but you can... Squish it together, yeah, and do four. I did four, but I, mine was a sandwich degree, so a year of that was a placement. Ah, uh, okay. Well, there you go. So you're doing it. Yeah, you're getting a year yes. of of, uh, of real life work experience. Yeah, for very little money. So it was <laughs> oh, it was crap. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think I'd I'd nearly kind of burnt out in terms of the ability to study during yeah. my masters. I was happy, very happy to be done with it at the end of it. Yeah, me too. I I. I was done with study when I left university. To be honest, I didn't do a lot of studying at university. Oh, no, me neither. <laughs> it's funny because, like, in terms of learning, like, I guess I've learned I've learned a lot about learning since leaving uni, and um, it feels like now, if I want to learn something, I can learn it without, with generally without help. You know, yeah. like, like obviously having exactly. a having a mentor is useful, and there are a lot of benefits. But generally, rather than there being the structure of even if you're interested in some aspects of something, but you've got to learn the other bits to get the qualification. Now, if I'm interested in something, I'm passionate, it'll consume me. I'll, I'll just absorb as much information as I can. Like yeah. with this, because I knew nothing about mm. this before. And I learned about a little bit about photography, video, sound, etc. learning these things. And because I was passionate about it, it came very easy. You know, you, It's like your brain wants that information. Yeah. So it'll eat it up, you know, like whereas exactly. when you're at uni and you're just like trying to, ram it in your head yeah and it'll stick for about i just remember you know like the exams because i was i was a master at last minute um a master but, beta uh, well <laughs> that's a different topic <laughs> not not i meant to say a not, i was gonna joke and say a master banker i mean that came out completely wrong <laughs> the joke was a play on master beta but you, i actually said master beta oh my gosh oh um, dear yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry joe i know your mum isn't watching this now. oh no yeah. um anyway what what were you saying sorry yeah um yeah, I've lost S it now. Something about learning. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, you were saying you'd fit it into your brain. You were master oh, at. A master. So um, I, I kind of wouldn't do any work during the year. And then about four weeks before the exams, I'd uh, I'd learn everything in like a week. Um, yeah. And it was just always amazing how on the day you could kind of get it out. But two days later, the information's gone. Yeah. You know, your brain doesn't want it anymore. Part of the syllabus when I did my degree was structures and mechanics and... I was always gifted in maths, gifted, mm. gifted. And I went in and within, we did the first exam about a third of the way through the first year. And you had to average over the two years, a 40% average mm. on, on that element of the course. And I got, I think, 84% in the first exam, which meant I'd aced 42%. So I never went to a single class afterwards. I did the first third of the first year and then I didn't go to a single class. I didn't set another exam and I passed. And you were just fine. That's yeah. pretty good going then. Yeah, it yeah. was actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, maximum gain, minimum effort. Yeah. That's, that's the way to do it. <laughs> so, Joe, when you left university, you became a lift project manager. Yeah, well, boy, boy, what a story. <laughs> My life. Uh, right, well, so, uh, yeah, graduated. Um, and uh, I was going out with a, a girl at the time. And um, it, was all, it was all good. I, my final year of university was was a really wonderful year. Like had a good house, yeah. 
finally kind of finding my groove in terms of, you know, life and and and, and having a good time. Um, but I had no idea what I was doing, as is quite common uh, after uni. So basically the girl um, had a job in Staines, which is like Surrey area. Yes. And uh, I was As like, in Ali G, Staines. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I was like, okay, well, I'll just go, go down there and find a job. And um, the company Schindler... Um, uh, based in Sunbury, which is just down the road. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, they make lifts. So what was the name of the company, Joe? Uh, Schindler and Schindler's, Schindler's Lifts. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, lot of what was the other one? Uh, it was always very up and down. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, all this, uh, there's a lot of crap uh, lift jokes that came my yeah. way. Um, but yeah, I um, it, it seemed like the right job. I do remember very heavily lying in the interview about how passionate I was about lifts. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Hopefully. I only th- I thought there was only ever one lift company, and that was Otis because they were they they have something like eighty percent of the world's market of lifts, don't they? Cover- they're, they're huge. There's there's the, I think Coney, Cone, uh, Schindler, and Otis are the top the top three. Yeah, but Otis has the majority, doesn't it? I, biggest, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm you know I'm a bit out of the industry. It's been a, it's been a little while. <laughs> it's been a while since you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Turns out it wasn't actually my passion lifts. No. Su- surprisingly, um, but I, yeah, I did that for a year. Um, it was it was a good like entry into the working structure, yes. Uh, as it is, and uh, like, some some good people in the office that I liked, uh, some friends I've still got now. But ultimately, it was not for you. It was stale. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I'll be getting too excited about it. And when you do a new career like that, initially there's elements of it that are new, meet new people, and also it can be interesting at first because you you know you're looking at the mechanics it is of new, how it works yeah. and but. Shortly into that, like when I did, you know, tunnels, bridges, football stadiums, nuclear power stations, things like this. At first, like, cool. interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, let's do it. And some of the projects I've done were very specialist. But after a while, I just don't care. <laughs> you know, you lose the lust for life and I started yeah. to really, you know, not enjoy what I was doing. So Yeah, no, you've hit the nail on the head there. It's like, I don't know, learning something the first time is cool. I don't know. I like figuring stuff out. Yeah, it's right? a challenge like, initially. Yeah. yeah, but then it just you just sort of. Yeah. People think, how could you be? But you know, you're working on a, a nuclear power station, drilling holes into the reactor, and doing this, like, and, and it's all you know. And you you've got several gangs, and you're using what they call a ferrous gun and mapping the reinforcement within the reactor walls and all. And you think, yeah, yeah, yeah. But believe me, it's like anything. After a while, it just becomes very stale. Yeah, you know? I sort of used to say that I, I felt like that the work was. I mean, maybe this has changed now, just above the point where you, you couldn't automate it. Yeah. So it was like, like just complicated enough that you couldn't get a computer to do it. And that was, well, that's how it's like. Right. I, mean, I felt like I didn't like that idea, you know, no. like I was just kind of like sort of just, you know, pressing pressing buttons. You have no idea what's going, you know, what really goes on. I never really, because I was a, a, an office-based lift manager, I never really saw any lifts, which yeah. is, you know, That'd be one perk of the job, at least. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just kind of like pressing buttons and, and seeing what happens. So, Joe, this is when your story gets, for me, interesting. This is when you're doing something, I'm thinking, I would love to do that. So you cycled, which is a passion of mine and a big passion of Colin Unsworth, who's just been on the show, who cycles naked on his 36-inch <laughs> wheeled unicycle. But you cycle from Berlin to Sweden. Yeah, uh, so rock and roll. It was it was a good trip. It was a good. Uh, I'll I'll explain. Yeah, I'll I'll explain what what happened. Did you do it naked? 
I was naked for 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 times. I guess <laughs> on the bike. Not, no, not on the bike. Oh. I was. I just wanted to sound cool. No, um, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, but a lot of time I was on my own, and I could just kind of wander about, you know, uh, freely. But um, yeah, so I sort of felt like I needed to escape from from London and and, and the job and everything. And yeah. it started off with there's a, a festival in Germany uh, called Fusion. Yep, it's kind of like. Um, in my head, like a kind of German Glastonbury, it's like pretty big and like uh, quite sort of lefty, uh, you know, hippie kind yeah, of. Yeah, sounds right up my street. Is that, it, yeah. And uh, originally you have to go in a roulette to get a ticket and I didn't think I was going to get a ticket, but then suddenly I had one and I was like, okay, there's this festival here at this time. Uh, and then I looked at, um, I was like, oh, let's make this into a thing, you know. Um, and uh, I looked online at like volunteering websites and found this youth hostel in the middle of, like slap bang in the middle of Sweden, I kind of connected the dots, and like one was, I was like, okay, well, let's. I, let, let, I was like, let's cycle. I feel like I'm not really a big cycle. Like I like cycling, but I'm not a big cyclist. So I was just like, oh screw it, let's let's do this. And uh, awesome. then like the last sort of two months of my job, uh, I just spent the whole time like planning my planning my trip, researching all the all the gear, getting like my my side bags and tent and. Like yeah. stove, and you camped on the way and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Sounds amazing. Yeah, it was fun. I did a few. I have to admit, I did a few like Airbnb kind of hostels. Like when I when I couldn't, I wanted a yeah, nice bed. You need a shower every now and again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it took about three weeks, three four weeks. Um, I got a ferry uh, so uh, north to the. Uh, it's a place called Ro- Rostock in North Germany. Got yeah. a ferry over to south of. Um, the south of Sweden, Hels- Helsing, Helsingbury, somewhere. And then I went up to, I went across to Denmark, up to Copenhagen, back over to Malmö, and then all the way up into, it's uh, the nearest town's Örebro. Say that again. Örebro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> which is in the forest of Tibetan. <laughs> right. And that's where you, you stayed there that's for where I, six months. Yeah, it's about months. six months in a youth hostel. Um Running it or just uh, yeah, like or? like so. There's a little team of volunteers, like generally about six to ten of us. Uh, so there's a group of three that run the hostel. Um, a guy called Anders, who's a legend. Um, then you got Fralan and Lisa as well. Great bunch of people running the hostel, and they kind of get volunteers in. It's kind of they um, they get the work for free. I I got to stay. Uh, and eat for free, but then I work. Yeah. And then they get they get help, so it's kind of like a win-win. I get to go away and stay. Yeah. Um, and I was, I, you know, cleaning rooms, serving foods, cleaning up. It's funny, at the time, I think, if I've had any periods like that in my life, although it's good, you don't fully appreciate until afterwards, and then you remember and think, wow, I might not have had anything, but they were good times. You it know? Was like, I was so... I, I food I, and shelter. And, well, you just I just appreciated things, like, so much more, and... Um, I never felt as comfortable, like looking back, I, I, I was so comfortable there. Because there was a bit of nudity going on there, wasn't there? <laughs> well, there was, um, there was a lake nearby, skinny yes. dipping a lot. Yeah. Um, like I do remember, I have a very a fond memory of, of, a, of a day that we spent. Um, so um, two two friends, we um, they had like a secret spot. So there's, there's these two big lakes in Sweden. Uh, I think it's the Vettern we went to. And they had like a secret spot that you could go into. This yeah. kind of like rocky outcrop by the by the lake, like dead as far as I can see, nobody around. Uh, like with like little rocks going into the water, like beautiful nature. 
and we sat there, the three of us naked, <laughs> like, and I still, I've only, I've only recently got used to the idea of that. I was like, okay, like playing, playing board games all day yeah. in the sun, eating like a pasta salad. <laughs> I, just, I just have this very specific memory and just like go for a swim, come back. Who play are you another, with? Um, so it's this guy, Anders, and then yeah. his uh, kind of partner at the time, yeah. um, Elsa. Oh gosh, yeah. I can't remember the names. Yeah. yeah. Um, just like really close friends, amazing time. Like Very close. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all, all casual nudity, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's different over there. The culture's different, isn't it? Yeah. You know, everybody, like you said in the pre-show chat, a lot of people have saunas and they just strip off. And I think it's great because everybody's less concerned about body image and more concerned about the person inside. Yeah, just being comfortable, like having yeah. a nice time. Yeah, yeah. So just just like good good times, you know, good time. Like I appreciated uh, like, you know, simp sort of, I know work in the office is so kind of complicated and feels a bit unnecessary. Yeah. And uh, like cleaning, like the kind of work was just satisfactory and rewarding and like you clean it, it's clean wicked like you, you can see the results or like you, you feed someone and you're like that's you yeah. know it's like and then you can switch off you're not taking any stress home with you either you exactly exactly do what you do and then it's your time isn't it yeah it was so basically the the they had a there's a, a chapel what used to be a chapel that they'd converted into a music space so the, the guy anders he's got like, like a black black metal band and uh they've black got like metal yeah it's it's like it's pretty hard stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it's a it's a it's like a wall of sound but it's it's pretty incredible yeah. like like he's he's got like you know hair down to here and like there's a film that was on the pictures about a year or two years ago about a black metal band based in Sweden or somewhere and going around <laughs> burning churches down and stuff. And what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was, it was like a black dark comedy, but it was good. Okay, yeah. okay. Can't yeah. remember the name of it now. But yeah. oh, well, I mean, I, it's not necessarily my kind of music, but yeah, um, but, yeah like fun. It's, yeah, some kinds of music. I don't particularly like, but I can still have some kind of respect for them and think, okay, well, it's it's good. It's not my thing, but I can see why people like it, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, like uh, just an appreciation, you know. Yes. And like, because he, um, well, he'd um, recorded an album and, uh, you know, we did like a listening in, in this old, because it's chapel that like, he turned into a music space with like every instrument you can imagine. Yeah. And it's kind of old Swedish log Sounds cabin. amazing, yeah. Uh, and we just used to, you know, get a bit drunk uh, and just jam out like for like hours and hours yeah. <laughs> on end. And you kind of like start at six after work and, you know, kind of come to it about, you know, four in the morning and just be like, oh, whoa, <laughs> what happened? Like, and I've kind of gone to another dimension. Um, so I got <laughs> all these things coming <laughs> flooding back. Uh, we had this synthesizer, which nobody really knew what it was or how it worked. But it was called the space box, um, and it was just this little box that had like a few buttons on it, and nobody knew. Like it just kind of made really satisfying synthy noises, and I yes. like over the course of the time there became like a kind of expert at this, <laughs> at this synth box. The space box, yeah. The, yeah. Somebody get Joe on the phone, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd just be like, "There, that's like, oh, like you know, like <laughs> yeah, like in another, just in another world, like yeah. just jam it. Oh, it was, it was wonderful." How old are you, Joe? I am 27. 27. Soon to be 28. Right, that makes you four years younger than me. I'm teasing. 20, 21, 21 <laughs> uh, years younger than me. 20, wait, wait, are we? Are we, are we? Yeah, okay. I've nearly doubled your age. Yeah, old man, yeah. You haven't seen a film called Midsummer, have you? I, you know what, I, I've not seen it, 
but because because oh. I went to it, my housemate was watching it, and I got scared, and then I left. Good move. <laughs> I watched it. It's the first film I've watched. I've talked about it a couple of times on the radio. It's the first film I've watched in a decade that disturbed me a bit. That afterwards, for two nights after, I had nightmares. I couldn't sleep properly. I yeah. Uh... It starts off, it's very dark, there's people killing themselves and stuff like this, and they go to a festival in either Norway or Sweden, Yeah. and this festival then turns out they all have some kind of brew, hallucinogenic brew, and it all goes all sideways, go and it's, it's messed up. I mean, really messed up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I'd, I'd heard, a friend had, had told me, I think, almost the exact thing. He was like, I don't I, I don't think I've ever been this disturbed before. No. And I was like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strike that one up. off the list. I... I used to get a little bit of the kick. We'd watch a horror film. Willow doesn't want to watch one, but we'd watch the odd one and I'd get a little bit of fun out of, Willow get a little bit frightened, you know? Yeah, and then I'd yeah. say, all right, okay, and whatever. I said to Willow, don't watch this. Don't watch it because <laughs> it disturbed me. Yeah, really, really heavy. Yeah, uh, okay. I, yeah, I, 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 I think as a kid, we, um, we watched one of the Indiana Jones movies and I couldn't sleep for, <laughs> for, for a week. And that's not a scary movie. No, it's not. No. I'm big baby. Yeah. <laughs> So, Joe, then after your expedition, you're cycling from Berlin to Sweden, you're chilling out in a church that's a studio recording <laughs> music and, and having what sounds like an amazing time. You went home because you decided to get a proper job. I know. What I happened? know. I know. So, yeah, my, my time in Sweden, it got very cold, yes. uh, as it does. Yeah. Beautiful Swedish summer. And then around kind of November time, it uh, went down to minus, you know, whatever, 10, 20 yeah. degrees. So that was a bit of a <laughs> uh, And then I ran out of money. Yeah. Uh, another bit of an issue. Most people do. I I went traveling a couple of years ago. and I was My intention was to go to Spain, to Pamplona, to the run with the bulls. And I foolishly went via Ibiza. What a big mistake. I, I, had the, I had the funds, I had the time, everything. It was the right time for me to do it. And I went via Ibiza. I went to a couple of places en route and then I went to Ibiza and blew the money that I had left in Ibiza and never made it to Pamplona. And I was oh, no. gut, gutted about that, you know. But there is a time usually where, you know, it's just, it's time to head back. Yeah, you, you kind of feel it. Oh, did you have a good time in Ibiza at least? Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I wish I'd gone running with the balls. Yeah, right. okay. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah okay. Yeah. But no, like, I knew, like, it, it, I guess, finally, it felt like I was like, oh, you know, what about my career? The <laughs> career. I've got to do something about uh, that, which maybe my opinions have changed about since. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, like, I felt like I was like, I've had the fun. I've got to go back yeah. and reintegrate. I have a funny feeling that your career has unfolded in front of your eyes without any effort. You know, it's, you, it's starting to improve, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but you've you've got multiple things going on, which we'll talk about as well. But I think sometimes in life, if you pursue your passion as a sideline, so you're not just going out partying all the time like I used to, and then you've got this time, this time outside normal working hours, and you can utilise that in lots of different ways. And if you fulfil your passion and follow your heart in those times, quite often your career can change, your direction of your life can change, but you've got to be able to, you've got to be prepared to do a little bit of work you know, mm. and move forward in a new direction, get outside your comfort zone. And I think you becoming a self-employed video editor on the side of your main job as well now is, is going to take you to places, you know? It, and by the way, if anybody wants to use Joe and thinks he's available, he's not. I'm using all his time. <laughs> 
He's mine, and you can't have him, okay? Help. Exclusively working Help me. for midnight hours. No, but nowhere else. Okay. He's got me locked up now. Get back under the table, Joe. <laughs> That sounded wrong. Uh, didn't that sounded it? terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. Don't worry. Um, but no, like, yeah, it's 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 a journey, you know. Like, um, I'm still figuring out what what the deal is exactly. But um, yeah, like, I, I found a lot of a lot of passion uh, in like, I guess I've always known that there's a creative aspect to me. Like, as a as a teenager, I had the kind of technical capability. Mm. Which is why my, you know, it was like suggested that I go do engineering, which obviously it's a it's a good degree to have and it's kind of helped me out a lot. But I, I think um, there was a, a big creative aspect that was always missed out. So being able to get into like the kind of technical creativity, as I kind of think of it, uh, where there's a lot of uh, kind of complicated stuff going on with the yeah. software and the, and the, you yeah. know kind of mathsy stuff. Um, but then there is the creative aspect of you, you, you know you making something which wants to look nice mm. the the kind of marrying of those two has has kind of been a real yeah. a real winner and for me it's also developing a relationship with somebody you're working with like myself and initially you start off with the basics where there's several feeds you've got multiple cameras and there's that aspect which is time consuming mm. but probably relatively straightforward then outside that there comes the difficult customer which somebody that's very specific <laughs> like me that says from 22 minutes and 13 <laughs> seconds into 22 minutes and 19 seconds in i don't quite like the sound of that and right, i will remove rubbish. that yeah, yeah. <laughs> then there's the third bit which i think you're stepping into now which is the bit the creativity bit where after we've done 20 shows i say to you the social media clips the edit of the show etc we, we started doing this before but run with it just go for it, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's a confidence thing because, for instance, the social media clips that we've been doing lately, there's there's no input from me. You you've just mm. been rattling them off because you now know how I think. I'm um, yeah. I'm getting inside. I'm inside your mind. <laughs> oh! uh, get out of there. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, like working together for a while. We, we you know we know. Yeah, you start to see on. my vision and maybe maybe how I see things and and how I'd like things to look, and then you you get to know somebody really well, don't you? I mean, that's the relationship, how it develops. And yeah. that's a big part of it. So you could have all the skills, but you've got to be able to develop that relationship. And I think that's been a learning curve for both of us, but it's, yeah. been, it's been a fantastic journey. It's wonderful. I, I think that's an aspect that I did not think would be like... As difficult. <laughs> rewarding. Ah, no. yes. <laughs> um, where I think when you're working in a big company, you know, for somebody you know or you're part of a big because you, 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 you're not driven by your own steam um you, you know you you kind of yeah you're part of this big thing and, and you don't you don't maybe don't don't care as much really because it's uh, and so because yeah. i you know like you're I, a cog in a wheel yeah a cog yeah. in a machine sorry yeah. precisely which you know i'm not saying that it's all it's all bad in that but but um you know f for me the fact that i've you know found this connection came about of my mm. own accord and we work together yeah. and it's energy that i don't need well, to put in in a I big want machine to. you can get lost in there and be a little cog in this machine you are a significant part of this machine. A big cog. Yeah, a massive cog. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's only two cogs. <laughs> so, Joe, we'll talk about a couple of the things that you do outside this. So besides yeah. your main job and besides the fact that you're now a very competent 
amazing video editor and a massive part of this show, you also do other things and you're a, a salsa dancer. Oh, well, yeah, guilty. Uh, a little bit less lately, but uh, yeah, a big part of my um, kind of uni and like, last last few years. Yes. It's uh, like, I can't, I'm trying to remember how I, how I got into it in the first place. I think it was just basically there was a, a, a chap uh, Richards, who uh, in a bar in Sheffield, it, it was one pound for a salsa lesson on a Thursday night, which is a, which I'd drive to Sheffield for that exactly. And he, lovely guy, great teacher, and uh, I think we were just there for a drink. And he, he, he the thing with salsa lessons is you generally have uh, like a lot more women turn up than guys. Yeah, for some reason, nothing wrong with that. And uh, so he's usually trying to like round up, you know, because you need generally like the the women need are following. Some male partners, yeah, you need the yeah. male partners. Uh, and I think we just got whipped up into giving it a go. And before I knew it, I was salsa every, every night <laughs> like, yeah. uh, at a like great group of people as well. Yeah. Like, again, I applied my kind of like technical obsession where I had a spreadsheet of all, <laughs> of all the moves that I knew. I didn't know you could do a spreadsheet for salsa. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, like... I with, do them all the time, but... Yeah. <laughs> it's like taking something creative and like you know technical technicalifying <laughs> that's, that's, that's not a word um but yeah it was, it was i like to think i was i was like reasonably good at, at one point i went to a few like salsa like gatherings festivals and things uh, yeah it was so fun like i'm very flamboyant really I, i'm <laughs> there's there's some good uh there's some good you should do footage. a dungeons and dragons salsa evening <laughs> oh, yes the the thought of that is kind of too much for my brain to <laughs> to handle. Jeez, like orcs dressed up in like uh, yeah. you know with the hats and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's like yeah, a lot of fun. I, a little bit less now. I'm in London. It's a bit yeah. harder to find a good scene. But the Sheffield salsa scene was good. Was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And you've had an album. You're the bass player in a group, and you've had an EP, and that's on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, a little while ago, it's funny. I, <laughs> This whole, like, people telling me things that I've done is weird. I'm like, all right, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah I, I played bass uh, for bands uh, called Young Peculiar, and yeah. uh, we gigged a lot. It was a lot of fun. You played me the last track. Was that in Sheffield? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You played me the last track on the EP today with a female vocalist, and it's, it's fantastic. It's She's brilliant. amazing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the, the, the whole sound is brilliant. Yeah, yeah it's cool. I, say, my, I feel like my music taste has gone towards the more dance <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah well uh, yeah. and then the next thing is what i've just seen you sent me a link for is your djing and yeah. you're now starting to do a live feed and sessions that you you posted the first one on facebook recently yeah i'd listened to it and it's right up my street oh, really yeah. like the music <laughs> yeah but you had your pajamas on and you were texting while you were doing it <laughs> <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't taking it too seriously no, no. twiddling no. one knob while you're texting like, like that yeah guys I'm live. <laughs> like, come look. Um, yeah. So, like I said, um, for some reason, with with the work from home now being the kind of norm, um, I've taken it upon myself to create the most high quality uh, video call setup possible. Yeah. So I've got multiple uh, on uh, on Friday. I've got multiple angles now that I can cut to whilst I'm on a video call. 
so wow. got, so I just always wanted to have it so I can talk to you here and then I can have a camera over here so I can look and then make a point and then <laughs> and then cut back again. I was like, how good's that? And then I had another one where I cut into like just my eyes. Right. And then cut back out. I was just Well, I've, I've done a couple of Zoom meetings and I thought I was breaking the bank. I've got like a, a Blue Yeti, the, you know, the microphone, which oh, I do these Zoom which, meetings. Yeah, smooth audio, yeah. Yes, it's all right. Yeah, it's not, it's not like this. It's not like the... Road Procaster. It's not like yeah, these mics. These beautiful mics. But I, as far as the video goes, if I do a Zoom call, it's just the webcam. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I've just got on this mission. Uh, so now I've got my uh, like pro camera. I can't imagine your multiple uh, camera angles on a Zoom call. Going, yes, and that's what I. <laughs> what do you think? Yes. What about you, John? <laughs> I can well, literally, it's it, oh, it's brilliant. I just, I don't know. I just love you know, fucking about basically. <laughs> like, it, it, it brings me joy. Messing with people's heads on a Zoom call. Basically. Well, How's he doing that? Well, How many computers have you got? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like on a Monday morning when everyone's like, a bit, you know, uh, and, and you can kind of uh, have a bit of fun with, um, with these calls. But yeah, so I've got, I've got the kit to uh, do streaming, yep. you know, lights and cameras and all that. And I thought, you know what, let's give it a go. I've got some decks. I never really learned how to DJ, but, you know, you teach yourself. How's it going? Because I've been pricing up decks and it's something I really want to give a go. I've, I've literally, you know, when we talked earlier and you showed me, I thought in the last <laughs> couple of weeks, I've been probably looking a bit longer, but in the last couple of weeks, I've been looking a bit more seriously. And mm. I'm not going to get anything too fancy, some fairly basic decks, but I, I want to have a go. Yeah. Um, uh, I w yeah. I mean, it's, you can learn anything on YouTube, obviously. Yeah. Um, you can get a basic pair of decks, two, 300 quids. And you just need a laptop. Yeah. And then away you go, really. Um, that, that's that's basically it. I, I, don't, I don't know. I I think like there's 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 kind of like mixing songs, like you can learn quite easily. And there's like this kind of fancy DJing that you can do where you kind of like, you know, with the scratching and all that, yeah, yeah, which, yeah. which is maybe less my thing. But I, I did a radio show and I had Lee Woody on who twice won the World DJ Championship. And he, I've seen some clips of him scratching and it's, it's off the chart. It's, it's, it's mental. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, DJ Woody is called or Lee Woody. Yeah. Awesome. Like I, I've always, I like, I love it. I, I wouldn't want to, it's not, I don't know. I'm not so keen on learning it, but yeah. like, I thought it was super cool. Yeah. Um, for me, it's something, I, I don't know why, but it, it, it's something about just, I don't know, being live and just having like my mates just kind of be like, what, what? What's he doing? Why is he on my Facebook? Yeah. You know, and, and uh, getting the green screen and silly Graphics visuals. You, yeah. yeah. So I had, um, I got a giraffe onesie. So the last one I did, I had a giraffe onesie. Ah, and that wasn't I, your first one I saw. No, then. that wasn't. For, All right. <laughs> I've been slowly kind of trying a few, but like at the start of um, lockdown when like, everyone was indoors, I was like, oh, I can do something fun for my friends. Right. Yeah. Um, and a giraffe onesie, and then I had uh, like all these clips of giraffes in the zoo behind me. So I was like, I was a giraffe in a zoo, and like also yeah. like DJs like hard techno, yeah. you know. I just, I, I guess, I, I guess it's like maybe I like to entertain, but I don't know. Like yeah. I'm a bit shy sometimes, so I'm not, I'm not sure. Well, I think you should go full naked, and we'll have the naked DJ <laughs> have a big, big ten gallon hat on, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that'll be something. Yeah. Watch, watch this space. Yeah. Will Facebook ban me for being naked? That is the question, yeah. <laughs> probably. And then finally, Joe, we'll talk about what you're interested in now and where you're heading because I know you'd mentioned about VFX and CGI. So this is something that you're moving towards and you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I um, 
it's it's been a journey, like a journey from buying my camera as the first step towards creativity, uh, and then learning editing, which yeah. I feel like I've kind of cracked. I've cracked now. Yeah. But I, I know that editing is not the um, that's not the end goal for me. I, I yeah. like editing. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, I've always been inspired by sweet visuals in movies. Yeah. Um, you know things like you know the Matrix and and you know like cool action um, and and. Have you seen Tenet yet? No, I'm going to go see it next week. I've seen it. Is it amazing? I don't want to spoil it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> I'm going to go see it in the IMAX, the big the big one. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> the new Nolan movie. Oh, because it, like yeah, it's a mind melter. You Good. Know, it's it's like difficult that. places to think, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> but yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah. That's right on my street, that definitely. Yeah. Um it's something like like having something that's that's not real been created from someone's imagination and, and placed into reality, which is yeah. like the kind of yeah, VFX, visual effects. And for me it always felt like a kind of um Unobtainable, an unobtainable skill that could never be learned. But with uh, I, I was furloughed, so I, yep. I had a bit of time on my hands to dress up as a giraffe and play, <laughs> play music. <laughs> some was used well, some yeah. was used, uh, um, and I, I sort of sort of tried to pick up some of the skills, and and I, I really like this. Yeah, um, I don't know how it's gonna gonna go from from here, but uh, I trying to get a hold of the hard skills and I can go get, get a job, get a client or, or something in that space. Yeah. Um, with view to, you know, you know, like the Marvel movies with, you know, all this like cool laser beams and yeah, yeah. explode that. I want to, I want to make that. Um, yeah, yeah. but it's vastly complicated. I thought I was, I thought I was going to be able to just pick it up, but it turns out there's, I think there's a lot to it. There's it? teams yeah. of thousands of people working for years to make I, this stuff. I've known a few people that have worked on movies in, aspects of special effects and um, creating sets and things like this. And yeah, they, I don't think anybody realises how much money and how much time's involved. You it's know. it's they crazy. build entire cities, you know. And, yeah. Uh, some of the sets cost, you know, tens of millions. And some of the movies they make now, a big budget for a movie, you go back 20 years ago, a big budget was 20 million. Yeah. Now... There was a time when it was 100 million, you know, like Waterworld set the bracket. I think that was, I can't remember what that was, 120 or it might have even been 200. Mm. Now, some of the movies, you know, can take, like Avatar took many years to make and the budget is, can be hundreds of millions in, you know, approaching even, you know, half a billion plus. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. But then you see what they make and you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd compare that, Joe, where you're saying you evolve and maybe you move towards CGI and VFX like... I did the radio and then I got interested in sound and I thought, I'll just get a Zoom H6 and a couple mm. of mics. And then I thought, oh, I wonder if I could get a camera and do some video podcasts. And then I got into this. And when I get, I'll do something, I'll get to a certain point with it and it just, I'm constantly evolving, mm. changing. And I just follow my attention and it never stays still for very long. I, <laughs> I'll follow something. I have to see where it goes. And I, I'm lucky because certainly with doing this, I, I, I'm doing something I love, you know, but to follow your heart and your passion, when that stemmed, when that universal energy, that force is cut for me, I become depressed. I need to do what makes me happy and brings me joy and bliss. And mm. this brings me joy and bliss. I know, yeah. That's wonderful, isn't it? Like mm. when you find that and you can do it. Yeah. But next year it'll be something else, you know, yeah. or it might be this, but I've evolved and we're Into doing it new... live or it could be anything else. And It's that kind of continual pursuit of, 
I know I wouldn't say being better, but you know, like just yeah. it's just kind of expanding. Well, it's what following you're doing. whatever I'm interested in, wherever my attention. I have to go in that direction, and if I can't do that, I become you feel I, it. I you become feel sad. It. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. it's like a flower being watered and then cutting the water off. You know that that passion, that energy, that's what feeds me. You know. Mm. And I've got boundless energy when I'm doing something I love. When yeah. I'm doing something I hate, I've got no energy. <laughs> and I become, like I say, I become very low. Yeah, yeah. It's It, it sucks a bit that you, you, you know, you can't always do what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well who says I can't? <laughs> are, you, are you telling me what to do? No. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think sometimes there's choices to be made and people say, well, I can't do that. Well, you can. You just have to maybe go and live in a caravan or do this. If you're prepared to do what it takes, then you can usually do what you want. But you have to be prepared to, you know, it's maybe scary. step outside the yeah, bubble. Yeah, and yeah. make some life changes and life choices. I think, I feel, yeah, for, for me, it feels like there's, there's something like that kind of around the corner because I'm mm. still... You know, I'm, I'm working, uh, the job I've been in, I've been in for th over three years now and I'm probably going to be ready to, to do something something new. Um, well, I want you to come and work for me. Yeah, move I'll to work, Bolton, work, that's... I say work, work with me, yeah. No, I do, I do. I mean, I'm not there yet, but that's what I want. Mm. You know, I want you to do this with me full time and I want to be able to put all my energy and focus into this. So you never know. Let's see what the universe uh, we'll, we brings We will see way. what serves up. Um, DJing for you, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, also, I'm going to announce now, this will be show number 25. Show number 30 will be with you and hit YouTube before the end or by the 1st of October. When we get to 50 shows, I'm going to have a party and I'm going to invite all the guests that have been on the show and the partners and we're going to have a, a shakedown. We're going to have a party and Joe's going to come as well. So I can I can throw the tunes for you. Of course, that's why you're coming. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> I don't get to have any fun. No, <laughs> no but yeah, I think if we hit 50 shows, that'll be, that's something to be really proud of, I think. And Rightfully so. Yeah, and and we'll we'll host the party. It'd be a good excuse for a party, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to meet all these people because, especially for me, who I've 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 edited all these people. Yeah, so and you I get to meet know them, them a bit, and I'll be like, oh, I know you. Yeah, I remember you. <laughs> so you'd get to meet all the people that you actually know quite well indirectly, and they get to meet each other and this wonderful community. And I've had some amazing guests on the show you know some really so, lovely people yeah yeah i can tell yeah from my point of view editing it i do like i get nice warm feelings when i'm uh, when i'm watching it well, so i watch clips of some of the shows and certainly some of the extras and the funny bits and things like that just i can't stop smiling you know <laughs> certain shows as well there's the energy in the show in the room I, i'm shining because i'm just i'm i'm loving it and i can't wait to do the show you mm, know so mm. it's yeah i'm very lucky very lucky also, we're going to have a consultation after because there's a few bits of kit that we're looking at, which include a, a gimbal, which is one we haven't got yet. The and, best bit, yeah. Yeah, and a few of the bits, and I'm going to consult you and get your advice because you're the man in the know. I know a few, I know a few things. I know how to Google things, definitely. <laughs> well, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, yeah, a techno technophile. Is that what you say? I think so, yeah. A technophile, yeah. Technophile, all things... Like I, I remember, I, I always used to uh, any excuse to like rearrange my 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 gear. You know, I love unplugging stuff, moving stuff around. Yeah, I, I, I like it. that. But in the studio here, unfortunately, I like not moving anything <laughs> because every time you move one thing, 
it's it can it's time consuming and stressful to put it back. So yeah, I can yeah. tell. I wanted to start playing with things. Oh but you're no, like, no, 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 get off my with, <laughs> with the video podcast with London Real, uh, the Real Jardy, Joe Rogan, and Russell Brands under yeah. the skin. I think it is, and Rich Roll does one as well. All of these people have a studio. It's a permanent setup, and they don't move it. Yeah, yeah. I guess you get that consistency. If you're turning the the shows out regular and you're trying to do at least two, three a week, then, yeah, they have a separate bits of kit. They're filming outside, separate kits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I can't wait for you to get that gimbal. Can I borrow it? Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll we'll do a test drive with it. We'll take it out. Uh, You can get some amazing stuff. Smooth, buttery smooth. Yeah. Joe Ibbett, Joseph Ibbett, Thank you very much for all your hard work, everything you've done up to this show, number 25. You've been awesome. You've been amazing. Couldn't do it without you. I'm really lucky to have you on board. Thank you so much. Mm. And <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for coming up from London for the day to, oh, yeah. to meet me, to see me. And this will be the first of many visits, I hope. Yeah, I hope so too. You're very welcome. It's my pleasure. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, melting. Yeah, yeah no, it's good. Thanks, it's really good. Thank Thanks. You. So, folks, I'm going to leave you the quote from the book from Pills to Peace by me, Midnight McBride. And this week's quote is, the music you hear inside is your dharma. Dance to it. This means that whatever you feel inside, your passion, follow your heart. Do what brings you joy and bliss. Do what makes you happy. Express yourself. Don't die with your music still in you, as Wayne Dyer would say. So, the music inside you hear is your dharma. Dance to it. Follow your heart and follow your passion, like I'm doing with the show and like Joe's doing as well. So you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. You can find me on Amazon to buy the paperback book and the Kindle book. You can get the audio book on Amazon, iTunes and Audible. You can also go to the website, midnightmcbride.com. You can also listen to the radio show, the Mind, Body and Spirit show, every Monday night at 11 till midnight on Salford City Radio, 94.4 FM. You can also subscribe to this podcast. And if you do so, there's two new shows coming out, one on Sunday and one on Thursday every week, and you'll automatically get these shows. And you can listen to the audio version of this podcast, which comes out on iTunes, Podbean and Spotify and now to come out on Amazon, Deezer and some others. This has been a Midnight Towers production. There's also going to be some tech videos that we're working on at the minute and a few special projects which include Sally Bolton, Colin Unsworth and Joe DJing as well possibly. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for watching. It's been a pleasure. I love doing this show. I'm very grateful and I hope you have a wonderful week. I'll speak to you very soon. Shalom.